0: Welcome to the Mindful Personal Training Podcast with Dr. Clint Cepeda. Dr. Cepeda will discuss all the issues you face when losing weight, creating effective exercise design, and training with intensity. Dr. Cepeda is a health and exercise science researcher specializing in obesity program design, and mindful behavioral changes. Be sure to stop by drclintcepeta.com for more information. And now here is Dr. C. Well, thank you very much. It is season two of the Mindful Personal Training Podcast with Dr. Clint Cepeda. That would be me. Once again, we are thankful. We're thankful because we finished season one and now we are in season two territory. So if you have been looking for the latest upload or the latest download rather for you guys for the Mindful Personal Training Podcast, well, season two starts now. I hope that all of you are having a great year so far. And we are celebrating time together. We are also celebrating time at this point of the year with holidays. And we want to kind of close out the year and start season two and not wait for the obligatory January 1st. But we wanted to start uh, getting this episode uploaded and edited and ready to go for you guys. So in in honor of that, we wanted to kind of start season two with getting a little bit more in touch with you guys, trying to get back to where you need to be prior to all the problems with the pandemic and prior to everything that you guys individually had to go through uh, and trying to struggle to keep your health and your mental health and your physical health and and a lot of your spiritual health uh, in line prior to all this craziness so uh, the episode titled today is the Fear you hold on to So looking at what you've done so far and if you've been following the podcast we really emphasize a lot of your learning as an accountability of yourself and your faculties whether it's mental and physical and then we talk about your spirit as well kind of keeping you in line of what you need to accomplish and putting everything all together but, Sometimes you get into a situation where the fear is just too much to overcome. Sometimes you get into a situation where the fear is something that you just can't define. And that in itself is a little tough to answer for, I guess. So holding on to different fears is both an individual and probably a group thing in some cases. So for you, let's try and break it down with our standard format. You are looking at that fear and you have to define it. So what is it exactly? We'll try and help you define that today. And then is it a fear or is it just a lack of knowledge? And that's a little tricky because nobody wants to admit that, hey man, I really don't know what I'm doing, especially in front of a group or in a big area like a gym setting. But the best thing is to say, I don't know. Because the more you understand what you don't know, the more you understand the totality of everything that you can know. And finally, we're going to kind of talk to you guys about how you can overcome whatever fear you have and stop holding on to it. Now, I know I've spoken in the past that fear is such a great motivator for me. and It is a great motivator for some, but for some of you guys out there, fear is so paralyzing that you just don't know where to turn and look. So let's get right into it. What fear exactly uh, do you have? Now, if we're talking about strictly just physical fitness and training and exercising, is it fear for looking silly? Is it fear because you don't want to look a whole hot mess running around while you can feel the skin going up and down and it's jiggling right through the shirt? Is that a fear? Is it a fear of a previous injury that maybe you squatted before and you threw your back out or a shoulder injury? or maybe something more traumatic? Is it a fear of the length of time that it would take and the amount of effort that it would just be best to just give up and just stay in your current lot? What is that fear? Now, fear is good and fear is bad. Fear is only bad when it paralyzes you and you can't do anything about it. For the majority of the time, fear should be good. Fear should be something when you look at it and you stare it right in the face, that you understand what you need to do to conquer it. So what is your fear? In terms of physical fitness and exercise, what is your fear? What are you turning in to such a hermit about that you make 20,000 excuses of why you can't exercise today? Now, if it's a physical fear, like you've injured yourself, I get that, and I can understand that. And that takes some time to heal, and maybe that's not just a fear, it's just kind of you're a little bit more cautious. So that's a different term, right? But for most people, the fear is mental. And some of the fear is self-imposed, that you don't want to come to terms with how hard the exercise is going to be when you first start. You don't want to come to terms with some of the different aspects of you looking like maybe silly as you run. Or that your fear is that you may fall on the treadmill when you run. Or your fear is that you will injure yourself because last time you undertook a running program, you hurt yourself and you were out for a month. Now, that's not necessarily fear based on something that is going to attack you or something that you're afraid of. That's fear based on you not trying. It's also fear of you not understanding your current limitations whenever you undertake an exercise program. You have to identify what exactly is your fear. Because last time I checked, you are trying to train and exercise and lose weight, gain muscle or whatever you're trying to do. That shouldn't be a fear. That's a goal. That is something that you want. Fear is not something you want. Fear is something that you're afraid of, that you avoid, that you have anxiety about. Fear is something that stops you, get in your tracks, paralyzes you, makes you think about all the past failures. That's what fear is. Exercising and losing weight should never be a fear. And you shouldn't associate how to get there as fearful. So identify what exactly are you afraid of? I mean, really think about it. What are you afraid of? What's the what's the the harm in starting exercise on a Monday after work? What's the harm in that? I'll wait for your answer while you're listening to the podcast because. I don't think of an answer that could be fearful of why you can't start an exercise program on a Tuesday, why you can't attempt to start a small jog for 10 minutes straight. I can't think of a fearful thing that is going to paralyze you of why you cannot put better food in your mouth. You see, fear isn't associated with the act of trying to perform exercise and healthy habits. You're just creating exercises or excuse me, you're just creating excuses for yourself as to why you can't. Creating an excuse and being fearful are two totally different things. So you may want to double check that and just to see exactly what is your fear. Next, is it fear or is it a lack of knowledge? And it just this goes straight into what we just previously talked about. A lack of knowledge is okay. Nobody expects anybody to know everything, especially when it comes to exercise, physical fitness and kinesiology and physical assessment. I don't expect you to do that. And you don't expect me to understand, you know, how to frame a house. That's just not my forte. But lack of knowledge is not an excuse for a lack of effort. Just because you don't know doesn't mean you can't educate yourself. And if that's a fear, then the easiest way to overcome that fear is read, ask, form your own opinion, have some critical thinking and analysis of what products or what services fit you, your budget, if it's true, research. Don't be lazy about pursuing knowledge. What you should do is embrace the questions. Embrace more questions. Even if you have to sit down with somebody and if it's a great person, they'll be patient with you and they will talk to you and try and Sesame Street it for you and break it down so that you can understand it in your verbiage and in your way. If you asked me what would be the strongest type of stimulant before you take or undertake a exercise program I say drink black coffee man I mean it's proven it's there I didn't say stop by Starbucks and pick up a frappuccino and nice and ice and have a little cream right up on top I didn't say that I said black coffee your critical analysis goes well he said black coffee that was my question now you can take a look at the research that is out there it is a known and generally accepted product to stimulate your central nervous system. So it's a pick-me-up, right? Black coffee, that's the answer. So if you didn't know that, now you do. If your question was, how do I work around a knee injury and I want to still work legs, my best advice would do a lot of single leg stability exercises. Let the knee heal a little bit. But at the same time, you're isometrically holding yourself with the quads and letting that knee kind of work around and heal itself, but still turning on muscle fibers, I didn't say leg extensions. I didn't say squat. I didn't say plyometrics. I said single leg stability exercises and that should help. Then your next question, if you don't know, what is a single leg stability exercise? Well, stand on one leg, start with 30 seconds piece. start with four rounds, take a small break in between and then switch legs. So asking and getting an answer that you may not understand just strips away at that fear. Another thing that you may be fearful of is The past. Your next question is, how does the past associate to a lack of knowledge? Well, obviously, if something happened in the past and you repeat it over and over and over again, then it's a lack of knowledge of stop doing the same thing over and over again. Your past predicts what you're going to currently do in the future, whether it's success or failure. If it's success, you want to repeat that because that knowledge that you've had of whatever success you've had can be repeated so that you can continue to have the success. The same would be true for the fear. If you're fearful of exercise because of the failure of you losing five pounds, 10 pounds in a month, and then next month you don't lose anything, and the month after that, and then life takes over, and now you have to start all over again because you're 20 pounds more overweight, that is lack of knowledge of how to approach your training program. That's not fear. That's a lack of knowledge of how to maybe take a look at what you're eating. Maybe a lack of knowledge of putting your exercise in a priority as opposed to going out to happy hour. So the lack of knowledge should never be confused with fear. And finally, how can you overcome it? Like I kind of touched upon that, the two themes and topics that we just recently covered, is when you overcome it, you have to understand what is it that you're trying to overcome. One of the ways that you can overcome your fear is to embrace it, own it, take some authority over it. If you are an overeater and you know that you are overweight, then you have to understand that you are an overeater and you are overweight. Avoiding that, uh, that those terms and trying to sugarcoat it does not change those facts. So is it fearful of you not to use those terms to not make yourself feel bad? Is that a fear? How do you overcome it is accepted that yes, you have overeaten in the past. Does it define you? Of course not. But your actions continue to create weight gain. So accept it. So one way of taking over that fear and to overcome it is to accept it. Accept that you're fearful, that you may, you know, one day have some severe cardiovascular disease or a cardiac event because of your overweightness. That's a fear. You have to accept that. Does not mean that it cannot change? In your current state right now, you have to accept that that is a possibility. So the fear is rooted And now the fear can be uprooted. And that's one of the ways to overcome it is to accept it. Another way to overcome fear is to have a full honest checklist with yourself, but from other people that you trust. Not saying that they have to validate you, but what it can say is that when you ask them certain questions, and it is tough questions about your physical well-being and what your weaknesses is of why you can't hold on to a training regimen, hear them out. You shouldn't be fearful of what the answers are because you're asking honesty. You're asking a truth meter of why exactly you're having problems losing weight. And it also helps with you taking accountability. And that way, when you look at this fear of trying to lose weight because of past failures, it changes now. So now we can accept those failures and look for ways to change them into successes But you won't know unless you hear it. Not just from yourself, but from other people that you trust. Maybe from some other experts. Or people that you know that when they talk to you, they tell you the truth. They keep you in line. Don't be fearful of what they're going to say. Especially if you're asking them for the truth. Another way to overcome fear is taking a look at what exactly started the fear. Was it childhood trauma? That's why you've been overeating. And that's a whole other podcast and that's a whole other profession that you may need to attack and you may need to seek help for. Is it trauma because it's physical and you're afraid of all that pain and surgery that you've had in the past? I get that. But that in turn says that one, there is always an inherent risk using physical exercise to get yourself in shape. There's varying degrees of that, whether it's a sprain, a mild strain, to where it's more of a protruding disc that needs some sort of spinal cage, surgery, repair. There is inherent disk in exercise, or inherent risk rather, in exercising. But it doesn't necessarily mean that it should stop you. Now, if that was the case, with as much pain and surgery that I've had, uh, I should be totally fearful in the dark by myself with blankets over me, wearing a hoodie, and just not wanting to see the world. Training and putting your body, especially at different types of levels and different t- types of ages and, and, and fitness levels, it's hard. Nobody is 100% healthy. And if they are, then they don't exercise hard enough and they're lying to you. We all have aches and pains, whether it's heel pain, elbow pain, Neck pain, a shoulder that was torn out of its socket, a minor labrum tear, an, an MCL sprain—things happen, and it's not guaranteed that you're not going to have pain. But it shouldn't—you shouldn't be fearful of that. You should accept that. One of the things that when you you talk to, you know, football players, especially people you know, senior year college, definitely professional is that they put that pain, they've accepted it, they understand it's a part of what they do. So if you accept it and you understand it's a part of what you do, you've just over overcame a physical fear of pain. Once you accept that and understand that it is an inherent danger when you are lifting metal plates and metal bars above your head or lifting them from the ground, there may be a certain tweak or two. Now, granted, you don't want that and granted that you know if you have all the knowledge in the world and you practice perfect form it, you know sometimes things just happen but if you accept it and understand that that fear is now a known fear and an accepted fear then it doesn't become a fear anymore it becomes just inherent of whatever exercise you do and now that fear is conquered the fear that you hold on to is something so manifested in your mind if it's not a physical break or tear, that it can bother you for years. It can follow you from gym to gym, exercise to exercise. Your fear cannot define you and should not define you. It should be a part of your psyche. It should be a part of your training regimen to understand what not to do, to understand that you can overcome it because you take ownership of the fear, whatever that may be. Your fear of losing weight is not a fear of losing weight. Who is afraid of losing weight? Your fear is the process of losing weight, whether it's lack of knowledge, whether you're trying to define the fear, or if you're trying to overcome it. You have to take a hard look at what is fear and what is not. By understanding that and taking a look at an inventory inside you of what makes you tick and why you can't lose weight, you can identify your fears. And that is the first step. Each process is different for each person, but identifying it is the first thing and defining it is probably a very, very, very close second. And in some cases, you may want to switch the two, but whatever it takes for you to overcome your fear, you cannot And should not ever let it hold on to you. Because at that point, the fear will always win. That's going to do it this week for Mindful Personal Training with Dr. Clint Cepeda. That's me, Dr. C. We appreciate all the support. And if you have any more questions, please do not hesitate to drop us a line. Stop by www.drclintcepeda.com. Cepeda, C-E-P-E-D-A. That gets misspelled all the time. We'll see you next week. Take care. Remember, stay healthy, stay well, and stay fit. Dr. Clint Cepeda has a research background in health science and exercise sports science with a focus in obesity and mindfulness. The statements made in this podcast are for educational and motivational purposes only.